about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Where did we start from at the watch night service? Can you, do you remember what we talked about? What is the theme of the year? Shout it one more time. We read from Acts chapter 4 verse 33. Let's read again. The Bible says, And with great power. Acts chapter 4 verse 33. Oh, thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. And with great power gave the apostles witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And what? Hallelujah. <laughs> I want to set a foundation for what we'll be talking about for January. Great grace was upon them. The next verse is where I'm really going. Verse 34. Hey, neither was there any among them that lacked. You know, the Bible doesn't exaggerate. That means this is possible. This is what communism is trying to copy. And they can't do it effectively. Because they force people to do this. But God wants it done willingly. Now the Bible says, Neither was there any among them that lacked. Why? For as many as were possessors of lands and of house, or houses sold them and brought the prizes of the things that were sold. Verse 35. We come back to 34 in a while. And laid them at the apostles' feet and distribution was made unto every man as he had need. This is the first church where we've heard this. Nobody lacks. There was a church in Jerusalem where nobody lacks. Because of great grace that was upon them. But there is something I want to look at this morning. Psalm 133. Let's read verse 1. How good and pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. Right? The Bible says, like a precious oil upon the head of Aaron that flows to his blood, then down to the skirt of his garment. He said, like the dew upon Mount Ammon, for there the Lord has commanded blessing and life forever. He said, behold, how good. How good. <laughs> this is very powerful. How good and pleasant is it for brethren. I just want to share something with you briefly. I won't enter fully into the message today. I will continue second service. Even at second service, I won't go fully. Because I, I want to take us step by step. Listen. One of the things, and I speak with a prophetic voice, that you need to understand about 2018 and years beyond. Everything God will do in your life is going to do through relationships. And don't see people as they are. See them as they can be. That will separate boys from men, this 2018. Ability to see dry bones, yes, see a living host in them. Hallelujah. When you don't understand the concept of God working through relationships, you are going to make a lot of mistakes. You will think your prayers are not being answered. Yet, answers are coming, but you aren't recognizing them. Hallelujah. I think I, I got a bit into this on Wednesday. One of the reasons why nobody lacked in that church, they got to the point where they understood relationship. Everything you will ever need in your life and everything you need right now is a relationship away from you. When you think money, you make a big mistake. Think people. Inside people, all resources are there. Mm. 
I'm going to use one story to illustrate it this morning, and I'll close. My time is already 26 minutes more. Are you, are you following me? Sometimes when I want people to get the heart of the matter, I don't say too many things. That you might walk away with the little things and then go and work on it. Relationships. Raw materials will be brought into your life. When they come around, they will not appear as you think they should be. But if you have a good eye of the Spirit, you will be able to recognize the people that God is sending your way. Let's look at a very good example from the Bible. You know, one of the prayers, I told them that we must get to a point where we begin to pray that, Lord, open my eyes to truly perceive the true value of the people that are around me. It's not guesswork. It's, all, it's by revelation. But when you constantly walk in love, you will not miss it. Make up your mind to treat everybody that comes your way very well in this 2018. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Everything will be about relationship. Everything. Naaman was, a, was an army commander, but he was a leper. A leprous man. It was the maid in his house who told him that there was a prophet that could heal him and he got healed. The information didn't reach him through the internet. His friends did not introduce Elisha to him. It was a maid. If he had maltreated the girl, she wouldn't tell him about the prophet who could heal his leprosy. Both in people's life can disappear on the ground of relationship. But we mess up in this way. And you need to understand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, while addressing the workers, I told them, everything is getting fast, very fast. The world is going very fast. Don't be slow. Amen. But that's not for today. Praise the Lord. <laughs> anyway, how good. Now, go on, verse 2. It says, it's like a precious ointment upon the head of Aaron that ran down his blood, and Aaron's blood that went down to the skirt of his garment. Verse 3. And the day of Ammon, that descended upon Mount of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded what? I need you to respond. Say it loud. God has commanded what? And what? Where is the word there? He's talking about the place where brothers unite. He said there the Lord has commanded. Every blessing is in the place of understanding the people around you. And I want to give one story to illustrate this. May God help us to see. Amen. Hallelujah. There is somebody who joins your business and he jumps ten times higher. There is somebody you meet and everything changes. And there is someone who comes in also and everything goes down. Hallelujah. Um, let's read this very story, wonderful story from the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth is before 1 Samuel. The book of Ruth. Before 1 Samuel, I know these are not popular books in the Bible. So, Ruth, chapter 1. Hallelujah. <laughs> Father in heaven, I will love you. We lift your name in all the earth. May your kingdom be established in our praises as your people. We declare your mighty word. Blessed be. Now it came to pass in the days when judges rule. Let me start from verse 14. I want to get to the story. How many of you know about Ruth and Naomi? 
Hallelujah. For some reason, the Spirit of God is calling our attention to that many events will take this sequence in 2018. Hallelujah. And second service, we look at another story. Now, look at this. Um, and they lifted up their voices and wept again. And of upper kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth cleaved to her. Verse 15. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back to her people. And unto her God, return after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. Where thou lodge, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God. The first God was written in a small letter. Thy God shall be my God. Verse 17. Where thou diest, I will die. And where you are buried, I will be buried. The Lord do so and more so, if I will not only death can separate us. Verse 18. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. So they went until they came to Bethlehem. Now, let me give you the background for those who might not be familiar with the Bible story, this particular story. Remember, Naomi married a man and then herself and her husband and they had two wonderful boys. And then there was famine in Bethlehem and they left, they were Israelites and they crossed over to the land of Moab. Because there was famine, just like people running to Canada and America. Now, I'm not saying Canada is more, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> so they, they relocated, and when they were there, the husband died. Shortly after that, the first son died. But before the first son died, she married a woman for him, and she married another woman for the second son. So the first son married a woman by the name Ruth. The second son married a woman by the name Opa. And then the mother was Naomi. Are you understanding the story? So now, Naomi's husband died. Then, Ruth's husband died. Then, Opa's husband died. So it remained three women. All the three men died. There was an ancestral spirit. <laughs> Killing all the men in that town. So, all the men died and all the women, they didn't die. In Africa, said they would have called them witches. That they were eating up the men. But somehow, the women survived. And then, Naomi decided to go back to where she came from. Having lost everything. And on the day she was going, the two daughters-in-law followed, followed her. Said, we are following you. And she said to them, you married my sons, but my sons are dead, and I didn't give birth to any child. I'm leaving your country for another country. Why don't you stay in your country? I have nothing to offer you again. And after a while, Opa thought about it. Maybe she was like 25. I can remarry you. This woman is I'm not. And then she, she, she said, Bye bye, ma. But Ruth said, for some reasons, she looked at this old woman. You have lost everything, but I'm not going to leave you. Order my step in your word. People live at times when a miracle is just about to happen. Hallelujah. People relocate and change address when they are just about to be visited at times. When something is about to happen, people give up at times. They've been praying. But God has his own timetable. 
And just about the time of their visitation, they fight, break relationship and go. You've known some people for 14 years. It will be the 15th year that the relationship will give yield its true essence. Hallelujah. And that's why I chose this story because it illustrates it perfectly. I will tell you the conclusion later. So they were there. And Ruth just said, I don't know what came over Ruth and made her to know that though this woman has lost everything, but there's still something about her. Then she made the vow we just read now. Which is a very powerful vow for marriage. Where you die, I will die. Your people are my people. Your God is my God. When you marry somebody, that is what you are married into. Is God is your God. And if he has no God, you have no God. <laughs> anyway, let's not go into that. <laughs> are you with me? His people. Our people are your people. You can't say I'm marrying her or him. I don't want to marry the people. Once you marry her or him, you marry the people as well. Is that, well, is that clear? Anyway, so, it's not marriage seminar. But are, you, are you following me? The conclusion. Are you understanding why, why we are saying this? Lord Jesus, I, I'm, I'm being patient about, you know, this is not my issue. I'm, I'm fast naturally preaching. I'm trying to let everybody, because it's as if I'm saying the remaining days of the year, and I'm seeing how opportunities will come people's way. And I'm praying that none of you may, will miss it. Amen. A conversation will get you what you want. A conversation will get you into glory. Amen. One meeting somewhere. But may you be the right man at the right time. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't even know the essence of what we are stepping into. Even Naomi did not know how rooted root was. She just said, I'm going to follow you. Now, the conclusion, when they got back to their country, the richest man in town was Boaz, the great-grandfather of David. Boaz was not married, or maybe he had one, but the Bible didn't talk so much about that. But for some reasons, he desired to marry. And out of the, all the women in town, he never... Now, what Ruth didn't know, when they came back to town, they settled. Ruth started serving Naomi, and Naomi kept telling her, even if I give back to a son today, you are 25, you are 26. Are you going to wait for how many years for the boy to grow to 25? You will be 50 then, before you marry. But Ruth kept saying that, Ma, I just love you. It's not about... And every day she was serving in that house. But you know what? What shocked me? The day she was going to meet Boaz. Now, by chance, she told the mother-in-law one day, instead of me staying at home, let me go to the field and arrange food for the two of us. And the field she entered into happened to be Boaz's field. I, my time is straight with me. That's why there are stories that I love to read over and over again in the Bible. Listen to me. There are no accidents in God's, in God. All the Bible says, no, not to God that all his uh, works before the foundation of the earth. Everything has been preplanned. We are his workmanship created in Christ. For the world that he has ordained ahead of time. As you follow him, he takes you into the field that he has prepared. A table has been prepared before you. Even in the presence of your enemies. When you see enemy in between you and the enemy, there is a table. Somebody say amen. amen. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. 
Acts 15, 18. That's scripture I quoted. Known unto God are all his words before the foundation of the earth. He, he plans everything ahead because he is the Alpha and the Omega. He sees the end from the beginning and he has planned. But I'm showing you the quote that will help you not to miss the plan. Eventually, Ruth was walking. And it happened that the day she was walking in the field, trying to just join the laborers to walk, Boaz was like, so you call like Macedonia, Dangote, once in a while just come to the field and look at all the workers and they will greet them. They will all bow to greet him. It happened that he came around where Ruth was walking. And he just asked his peers, sorry, who is that girl over there? Said that that's the lady that came with Naomi. Now Boaz was Naomi's relative. And he was entitled to marry from Naomi's tribe. And somebody told him that that's the lady that came with you. know that woman, Naomi? That's the mobile girl who left her people and came. Wow. And Boaz came around. And he said, you know what? He told the servants, let her pack as much food as possible and let her go. But Boaz was a gentleman. If you're a gentleman, what will come with, to you will come to you. I'm sure when he saw her, he saw a beautiful lady. But he had self-control. He didn't know anything, but just so that I give her food that she went to. When she got, he told the mother-in-law that I saw him. You know, she was a stranger. I said, I saw a man today. Everybody was bound to him. They said his name was Boss, And I gave her this food. Ah, the mother-in-law said, ah, that that is one of the men that should marry any of our women here. And she told her what to do. Next time, he said, mark where, he said in the evening, he has like a, 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 like a, a guest room. He goes to lie down there in his farm. When he goes there, go and lie, lie down at his feet and tell him that it is your duty to marry from this tribe. And Moab was, uh, Boaz was sleeping. And then he saw a lady coming in. And then he said something, which made me to know that he's been thinking about the girl all along. <laughs> you know, I've always noticed things like that. He actually said that you'll be nicer than the time from the beginning. That means but let's leave all that anyway the long and short of it are you, are you following me praise the Lord to so cut it short Boaz ended up marrying Ruth Ruth ended up becoming the great grandmother of David Ruth was one of the women in the Bible who was a stranger God already gave a law to Moses and he said that a stranger must not enter my tabernacle till the 10th generation but this woman broke this rule are you following me? Praise the Lord. So she gave back to Obed, Obed gave back to Jesse, Jesse gave back to David. From this woman, a stranger. And one of the women whose names entered the Bible and Jesus came from the same lineage. That was how the woman got into it. There was no angelic appearance. There was no voice. I am showing you what relationship we do. No trance, no vision. Yet she entered this level of blessing. She saw in a rickety woman, a woman dying, a woman going, passing out her age, and she chose to love her and to follow her. God will be found in hidden places where you least expect. It is not in seminar, it is in relationship. The words, Jesus said, so shall, the com- shall be the coming of Son of Man. When they say it's low here and there, it's not, they say it shall be like a light from one part of heaven that lights other parts. I am showing you the code. What will give many of you mighty breakthrough 2018? It's not the seminar you pay 500,000 to attend. 
It is not the big man you are trying to worship or get close to. It is in these small things that you pay attention to. Are you with me? Hallelujah. If you are always praying and you have chosen to walk in love, something will pull you from within when you meet somebody who has something to do with your destiny. And for the Lord to be telling him to share this with you, you are going to meet many people like that. Everyone who desires to marry, the real guy that fits your picture is known by somebody that you are passing by every day. It is always this arrangement. That capital, the office you need, the kids with somebody who is not doing anything with the apartment is locked there. Are you with me? I will never forget. When I first came to Lagos, and, you know, we started in Triangle, and uh, we're seven, eight, a few of us. She will remember. And at times it will be four, at times it will be uh, seven, and at times, there was that day I was the only one, and I told you before. I remember that I was squatting with a friend of mine in Antony, all on Lobon Streets. And then, uh, for some reasons, you know, Satan is wicked. Because we are doing church. He, he, he has a way of... That's why, don't believe stories against ministers of God. There is an expert in working out all these things. For some reasons. Now, the landlady was living with us in the compound. And the owner of that house with the flat I was staying, went to Dublin. So his younger brother was staying at us. So he gave the key to the brother. So that brother, when you are together, so myself, the brother, and the brother-in-law, all of us... I just finished serving. They were serving. So all of us were living together in that flat over there. And then my friend that I was staying with went to serve. The brother-in-law, so, at, at, so for a large, there was time I was practically the only one staying there. Stayed there for about four months. I don't know who called the man in Dublin and told him that we're bringing all kinds of people to the house. So he sent a message that within two weeks I should leave his house. So I said, no problem. I mean, and when people do that, don't get angry and don't cost them. Don't all those things that African Christians do. You know. I didn't even want to put them out on the spot. So one day I just told the landlady because I was so close to her. I used to pray with her. We used to say, Mommy, I, I just want to let you know I'll be leaving next week. She said, What happened? So I told her that ah I said nothing much, but that he said, No, no, tell me you have to say, Pastor, tell me what's the problem. So I told her that okay, that uh, Uncle Alex said that we should leave that. I think somebody told her that we'll be bringing he said, Am I not the landlady? That I see you every day. I'm, I don't see people here. That, who told him that? He said, Alex is like a son to me. When God's apartment were very close, he said, let me call him. I have his number. And I will tell him that I am the landlady. Who told him that? I said, man, no. She, he will think I'm reporting him to you. So, so don't worry, man. He said, God will make a way. That one week, I had nowhere to go. So I put all my clothes inside my, my car's bonnet. My mom's car was in there. So I put it inside the bonnet, inside the boots. And I was thinking about what to do. One of the days, when it was about three days for those days to expire, honestly, I got over him and fed up. I just sat down one day, wondering, when you are broke in Nigeria, you suffer. It's as if everything favors the rich. That's why you should be rich. Then you help the poor. Are you with me? These agents, I will call them number one. Every housing agent I went to, they made me to pay 1000 for registration. Out of money I did not have. Now, I now, when I got to the second one, they were taking me to build. I said, I explained to them, I have three days to move out. Show me, even though I didn't have the money, I just believe by faith. And they show me the place for them who know the kind of prayer to pray. 
And they will say, ah, there is a house that you can move into, even if you want to move in tonight. They took me to an uncompleted building. <laughs> Honestly speaking, brethren, it happened three times, back to back. The second one took me to, ah, I said they will, you know what, they were just interested in that 1,000. So when I got to the fourth one, I explained, I told the person that, I'm not as gentle as you think. Even a pastor, if I give 1,000, I, I said, I've gone to three uncompleted buildings. If you take me to one, <laughs> now, I don't need to quote scriptures. My hands will do the work. So I said, don't, don't, don't mess up. Don't. And he said, no. He said, he said, sir, I swear. I have four buildings. All of them are okay. I gave the guy 1,000. He took me to a house yet to be plastered. And he told me that they will work within 72 hours to put it in. You know, when we got to the place, as he was talking, I just left him there talking. I, I, I just entered the car so that I wouldn't fight and left. Because I was boiling. When I came back from that, that was, I just sat down in frustration. I was wondering, what kind of nation are we in? Why are people worshipping more? You can't say the truth. So I said, I just sat down like that. So I was wondering. And then a lady, by some of you know, a chemical law came. Honestly, seeing people was the last thing on my mind. Said she wanted to see me. And I was like, oh gosh. So she was, she called that, hey, Pastor, are you around? I'm passing through her toilet. I want to stop by to just greet you. I wanted to say that, no, not today. But for some reason, I said, no problem. She came. Oh, she, she, was, she, was, she was all over the city room talking because she was very close to me. Just talking and happy. I'm not looking at her. They said, what exactly is the problem? I said, nothing. I said, but you know what? By tomorrow, I have to leave this place. And she said, you've been trying to get it. I said, I can't get uh, She just said, uh-uh. Where is Shola? Shola is over there. So, she had been to Shola's place. And she knew that Shola was staying in a five-bedroom flat alone. You know, Shola's parents, the father is a, is a surgeon in the Badon. The father was in the Badon. He was in Lagos here. His grandpa gave him the apartment, or gave the mom. And the mom gave him the key, because he said he was living in the Badon. He was the only one living in a well-funified bedroom. And they locked up three rooms. So Kemi had been there. So uh, she just said, ah, and you know the funny thing. I got to meet Shola from UI. And Shola started coming to church once in a while. This church day. In, can you imagine inside the congregation of 14 people? The house was there and I didn't know. And I had my load in the car. So when Kemi told I told her, I said, which Shola? She said, ah, the one in your church. I said, really? So I, I said, I just, right there, I said, you have five bedroom apartments. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what Shola said? He said, Pastor, I say, I'm tired of staying alone. I said, you won't be tired anymore. <laughs> because, <laughs> either shall come as come. <laughs> so he said, ah, Pastor, let me just tell my mom. So, and the mom just said, ah, ah. Now, you know the pastor is talking about in university about that. Ah, why not? So, and I wasn't married then. Immediately. It was Saturday. Sunday, I took my load to church and from church went to his house. And then, P. George came to join me. So I was cutting, he was floating. <laughs> but I just said, this is amazing. And it was your last place that we were able to settle till we got a place. And from his place, one day, we are having our first anniversary in the church. Our time was where I came to pray. When he finished preaching, we were thinking of what to give him. As he was driving, when he finished preaching, he just would never to stop and called me. And then he gave 500000 And he said, no, he said, come and collect. I want to give you. 
He said, do you have a account number? I said, yes. He said, come and collect. And then, that was what, what I used to get in a uh, two and a half bedroom in Oregon that 11 of us were staying. But everybody that entered the place was staying with me. But I just said, what I was looking for, cracking my brain and banging the window of heaven, 250000 to rent a mini flat or two bedroom flat, looking for two bedroom flat around, praying and banging. I'm sure angels just looking at me that we have already, you are asking us for two bedrooms. We've given you five bedrooms. Well, if you if we give you this two fifty, you give agents to collect your money. You might not like the place. You see that the tap is not working. And everything. beyond that, when you pay for the house, you need to buy furniture. You now start calling us again in heaven. <laughs> oh yeah, bed and all those things. He said, but we have a place for you where there is a bed, where you have TV. May your eyes be open in twenty eighteen. What God has done for you is beyond what you can do for yourself. May you enter into the inheritance that God has provided. Amen. This is why they that wait upon the Lord shall renew theirs. His provisions are always better. He has a man for every woman. He has children for every family. He has capital for everybody. Just pay attention to what I'm saying. It will come like a relationship. What about if I told that girl that day? I'm not in the mood to see anybody. I will think that my faith wasn't working. But he came onto his own and his own refused him. He came to answer me in form of that girl. That's why the Bible said, I do not forget to entertain strangers. Hebrews 13. He said, for some have entertained angels on that way. And I told you before, that word angelus is not limited to angels. It also means the sent one. Angels, that means servants of God. Angel can be in a person. So many times, strangers, pay attention. This is very, very important. Hallelujah. I was surprised that with all the 40 days of Moses talking to God face to face, God never taught him administration. It was the father-in-law who was a pagan who taught him. Have you ever wondered at that? Moses would sit down to counsel from morning till night. And he could see God face to face, but he didn't know about this. If the Lord came and observed him for one, told Moses that you will kill yourself this way. He said, appoint people. Let them judge smaller cases. The ones that are complicated are the only ones you do. And he did that, and God later commanded that that should be done. But it was a pagan who came to tell him what to do. Strangers will come your way this year. Hallelujah. But your eyes will be open. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Men and brothers, you pay attention to the people in this church. Everybody, both within and without the church, outsiders, non-Christian, everybody is important. But the Bible says, do God unto all men, especially those who are also. Don't take a church to just be a place we gather, we worship, we run away. Many times, I, I told them, well, if we start thinking like this, we will have a church like never before. Do you normally pray about who you will sit beside in church on Sunday? When you start thinking that there are no accidents in God, you will start experiencing unusual blessing. I remember, you know, when God wants to give you a message, He makes you pass through some things to help you illustrate the message better. When I was in of Ibadan, one day for no reason, Sunday morning, we used to have our own fellowship Sunday evening inside school, and those of you that are in VHF, Director Benny Wall, Pastor Joshua, there's something about that VHF, Pastor Toby. So the VHF people are they are different. Or uh, sorry if you don't go to your if you did not attend you I forgive us. Attend there you like if uh, 
even average. All those tools. Anyway, let me not provoke you today. Are you with me? You know, um, with that, I remember that. What led me to that? Okay, yo, we used to do Sunday evening and we used to enjoy it. So we never wanted to be part of any church in town. But you see, that Sunday morning, for some reasons, I just dressed up and I decided to go to our Sunday rock. I was about to do my IT then. Just about 100 people in the service that there were less than 100, and I sat down and the pastor said that have a short conversation with the, with the person beside you. And there was this young man. He was wearing t-shirt and jeans. But you see, jeans are in levels. I have, I can, I, I can easily interpret some things. When I sat beside him and he turned to me, I saw the, uh, the t-shirt, I saw the jeans, I saw his belt. I knew immediately that this must be a very heavy, and then the kind of phone he was using to check the message, I know, good phones were not common then, all of that game, Nokia, those were the phones then, you know, but he brought, <laughs> I know the funny thing, when the pastor says, he turned to me and he smiled. And the pastor said that give a gift to your neighbor that even if it's a pen. So I noticed that he was not wearing wristwatch. So I removed my wristwatch. Popular way of this shop, cheap, just I gave him. He was so touched. He collected and then he gave it back to me. He said, he said no. He said, I have one or two uh, uh, stopwatch. So I have a watch on my phone. He said, I just don't wear this one. There's something about me and this one. We don't get a lot. He said, so so it's not that I don't have. He said, I have many of them. I just don't wear them. He now paused. So when the service was going on, later I just thought that this boy is so nice. He turned to me and he said, are you a student of investment? But he said, yes. And he said that, do you want to do IT anyway? I will employ you and pay you any amount. That's what guy told me. And he gave me his number. And when I saw his business card, I knew that he had the ability to pay any amount. <laughs> and he just sat there quietly. But Lord told me not to pursue it. But what just moved me about the whole thing was that this is an opportunity being offered. Someone else will go and kill at the front of his office on Monday. And he will say, I don't want to see anybody. If we start praying, many times God will give you a word for somebody. Don't wait until somebody tells you that you are a prophet. You are a child of God. The Spirit of God dwells in you. If you start paying attention to things like this, the Lord will find it easy to use you for His glory more than ever before. Hallelujah. If you see someone that is sick, don't just pass by that. Even if you want to say sorry, let it come from your heart. Compassion. If you are in church, anybody beside you, greet them very well. If all of us get into this mentality, there is nothing we need that you won't find in the midst of the brethren. So that Acts chapter 4 verse 34 will come to pass. None of us will lack. It is because we don't discern the body and we are not working by this rule that we have some who are rich, some are poor. Like I said one time, that is why a service will end. People are standing on the road and some of us enter our car and we drive alone. We drive past all of them and we go. Now some have tried to help people before they have the bad bad I've seen ladies who you, you God help some people. Uh, you form guys to form, but ladies do it more. You are standing on the road there. You are praying to God for help. Somebody from the church comes out because he's a young guy. It's not everybody that says, "Can I help you?" That wants to toast you. You might have had some ugly experiences, yes, but don't generalize. 
Somebody did it to me one time and they entered my I wasn't a pastor then. Church ended. I broke with a train. And they were standing on the ground. It was about and I stopped by to pick them. Where are you going to? And <laughs> you know what I said? If I said, oh God, send rain. <laughs> I just drove up. I just said, send rain. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, I understand. Really. Some form, some don't. They've had some nasty, you know, I, I understand. But you see, you should be able to know at times if some people are dodgy. At least, even if the person is going to say something funny, why don't you let him say it first? It's offering to help. I'm not saying let a stranger pick you. If it's a known face in the church and he says, are you going to help me? I'm going to help you. know the person. But because it's a, you're about the same age and you have a feeling that I don't want to. No, no, no. And you men also, don't because you have given somebody a right, start a convention that is stupid. You know, some do that. Don't because of a right. What is in a right? And then you start asking unholy questions. And start a discussion. You don't have to do that. Hallelujah. So when we correct all these things, we are going to have a very wonderful... Can you be close to a Christian sister? Can you be a friend, help her, and not take advantage of her? Can you be someone's friend genuinely? You are the same age. You, you like her. You help her to do things... But it doesn't mean you will now have entitlement mentality. That after helping her, the next thing is to ask her out. Must you ask out somebody because you are helping the person? Can you give opposite said money without any string attached? A lady is in need. And you are like, this, this is a Christian sister. I don't want a non-believe guy to, to give her money and start tempting her. And you dash her money without anything. And you are not pulling the money back with strength. <laughs> We can work on all these things. Hallelujah. Shall we rise? God, we open our eyes. It's going to be a fantastic year. Is someone, have you heard me this morning? What I've just shared now, we start playing out itself this week. And you will see testimonies coming from this. God will send people to you. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. In 2018, make up your mind not to gossip, no backbiting, no evil speaking. Don't be found in those places. Don't be part of those things. Hallelujah. Speak evil of no one. If you call somebody your friend, be real about that friendship. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. So this is the opening message of the year. We should go into the year with it. Can I also encourage you, be part of every prayer meeting. Attend services. Don't only come on Sunday. Come on Wednesdays. We are trying to create centers, midweek services in some other places that are far from Ikeja. So we we'll go back to Ireland. We we'll do some other places, Egbeda and midweek services. So some of them I will be there. So my, my, my job has just doubled up now. Because we just want to give people an opportunity that beyond Sunday to be able to attend midweek services. You did it. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.